Hey, everyone. Thanks for listening to Sex with Emily. Today's show is all about stepping up your communication, both in the bedroom and in the dating world. And I'll also be answering your emails about jealousy, masturbation, and so much more. Thanks for listening. A lot of you are actively and happily swimming in the dating pool. And a lot of you write in to ask how to make your encounters more enjoyable. I understand making an intimate connection can be hard. Well, I have a simple suggestion that you might not expect. Use the right condom. Well, first, knowing you're protected lets you ditch the worry and be present with your partner. Second, if you're using a skin condom, you'll feel like there's nothing coming between you and your partner. Skin's non-latex condoms are made from polyisoprene, which allows them to transfer heat and sensation like no other condom. And there's no need to worry about size issues. There's plenty of options. Or just grab a selection pack to find which feels the best to you. To learn more and save 15% on skin condoms, go to sexwithemily.com slash condom. That's my site, sexwithemily.com slash condom today. Look into his eyes. They're the eyes of a man obsessed by sex. Eyes that mock our sacred institutions. Hey, Emily, you got a boyfriend? Because uh, my man E here, he just got his heart broken. He thinks you're kind of cute. The girl's got to have her standards. Oh, my. Do women know about shrinkage? Isn't it common knowledge? What do you mean, like laundry? It shrinks? Can we not talk about sex so much? Are you kidding me? Oh, my God, I feel so good. Being bad feels pretty good. But you know, Emily's not the kind of girl you just play with. You're listening to Sex with Emily. We're talking about sex, relationships, and everything in between. For more information, go to sexwithemily.com. Check out all the crazy good stuff happening there. Sign up for our mailing list. If you don't, that's crazy. We put up blogs every day and Twitter and Instagram at Sex with Emily. Let's get all that out of the way. Oh, and Facebook. We're good time everywhere. So yeah. listen to how my day started. Let's do it. Okay. I woke up mm. and I had irrational fear. <laughs> That I had bed bugs in my apartment. <laughs> Are you doing meth? That's no. a meth thing to do. To think you've bed bugs? Yeah. Meth meth fucks always think that they have like bugs on their on their body. No, I've never in my life thought like that's why it's so now that I, I have twelve hours of retrospective, mm-hmm. it what was really irrational. Like I'm embarrassed that I like called my landlord. I was late for work. Okay. So a friend of mine just recently had bed bugs. Uh-huh. And I actually had twenty when I was backpacking through Thailand, right. I've experienced bed bugs. I was yeah. sleeping in the in the jungle in Malaysia. Those are jungle bugs. No, no, no. They were bed bugs. I was on a mattress. I had bed bug jungle? bites. Yeah, because it was like a hut where you, like one of those salt licks right. where you go. Okay. Don't stop asking. Okay. They were bed bugs and they were all over my body and like they, they still have scars and it was painful. And then <laughs> I also had this scab on my, like a, a scar on my right. back, like a bug bite from like, like a spider bite from a few nights ago or something. But I didn't know. Oh, I wasn't recent. paying attention. This is recent. Yeah, this like is a day ago. jungle. So I woke up, here. yeah, the jungle 20 years ago. So I always think about bed yeah, bugs. Then my bite. friend just got bed bugs, right. which is like the most horrific experience. That's not your friend anymore. Well, you have to like get rid of everything. You can't have friends with bed you bugs. You have to put stuff in like saran wrap and right. set it to the directly. Okay. Then there was little, it's going to sound, but there's little spots, spats of blood on my, like where I was sleeping. Uh-huh. Like, and that's what the bed bugs look like they leave these little they do and it was like three of them and i was like well is it that scratch i had the other night from this bug bite but i didn't notice uh-huh. like it was a spider bite a separate bite which really was like you know you get little bites no. do you get those ever no, no I'm, I'm pretty bite free really I think okay it's all, so this is what all i'm the saying drugs and alcohol in the in my mind blood. i, don't think I didn't like know it. if it was a spider bite or a you i had little things had of blood bugs. so then i got really scared and then i had 
like, so I looked at the bite again and mm. I had like two little, and they say you have three dots. So the point, I Googled it, which is such a mistake. <laughs> and my bed looked like, and the, they said you have three in a row. They uh. call it breakfast, lunch, and dinner. So I called my landlord. I'm like, do you have extra? But he's like, we've never had that problem. I'm like, shit. So I go on Yelp. He's like, the it's best scabies. One. You're a whore. Scabies. <laughs> so they come in like 20 minutes. They show up and I'm like, I'm really nervous. They're turning over my couch. Wait, They're Terminex my, showed up? Yeah. No, like somebody. Yeah. The, the exterminator. Well, right. Two guys. They're like, hello, ma'am. They got great reviews. <laughs> this is like, they come in and and they are like go in my bedroom, uh-huh. but they got the they got the mask on and the thing, and they're like <laughs> turning in the sheets over. Like, do you mind if we open some drawers? Oh no! And I'm like, oh no! Because, You're like they're vibrating already. Why not? Because here's the thing: I have a storage bed, right? Which means I have a mattress with like eight drawers underneath it because I have a live very small place. So I'm like, um, yeah. And the guy, there's, he speaks Spanish primarily, mm-hmm. and I said yes, but if it, I have sex toys, when you open, he goes, oh no, don't worry, it's okay. We've seen everything, you know. <laughs> so, they think- so I'm going, oh my god, and they're like flipping. And I'm just going, do you see anything? Do you see? Like, I'm really nervous. Irrationally. And no, I'm not doing meth or drugs. No, it's like a real... It's a meth move. <laughs> Dude, I wish. That sounds fun. But... <laughs> so they're searching. And then and then he's like, oh, it's okay, ma'am. I've seen it all. And then I'm like, well, how, how frequent like, is it common? He's like, well, there's been an outbreak lately. And I'm like so panicked. He's like, mm. And then they'd stop. And they'd go, what about this? And they're like conferring. And I'm watching them. And then they come out to the living room. And they flip over the couch. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh. And he points to something. He goes, there's one. No. And I'm like, oh my God. And I'm like freaking out. He's like, wait, wait, let me take it outside. And he looks, oh no, ma'am, that's that's that one. I'm sorry. That's not a bed bug. What was it? It, it was a like a it was a what do you call it? Like the, a, the, like a the Jeju Mini? No, it was like it was like a little tiny like a bug that happened there like was a, a bug, flood. There was a bug. But, but it, it wasn't, wasn't a bed bug. It wasn't in the bed. So then I said, Well, where do people like how can bug. I prevent it? I and then it turns out I don't have bed bugs. Mm-hmm. And he's like, You're clean, it's good. And I felt a little crazy that I, because I had these three little bites and then the little blood from the, and I'm busy. It could have been there for three days. I didn't notice it. And I freaked out. So then I said, he goes, well, you just got to be careful, you know, where you sleep and who you sleep with. And Uh so then he thinks I'm a prostitute. I'm like, no, no, I'm a sex, like I'm a Uh doctor of sex. I don't like like, sleep around. Good news. No bed bugs, but bad news. You probably have HPV. He said, just be careful who you sleep with and who you bring around. Like he's giving me advice. Wait, the Terminex guy's telling you this. He goes, well, you know, I don't know who's sleeping (laughs) over. Your Mexican accent is, it's God awful. Let me just tell you that. Okay. You sound like an Indian person or something, but yeah, that's bad times. Em, if like the the this exterminator, the exterminator, he's, he's lecturing me about getting bed bugs in the future because I might be sleeping around because I have so many sex toys. Did I tell I, you that my Seven Eleven guy was giving me guilt trips about buying too many uh, too many cigarettes? packs of cigarettes and like, booze not, and no. beer? Yeah, he's like, I worry about you. <laughs> so I found a new Seven Eleven. But didn't you quit? Yeah, this is a few months ago. Oh, but, right, of course. But if the Terminex guy is giving you uh, sex advice, that's well, bad times. And if the 7 Eleven guy is giving me yeah. toys, and he's like, it's okay. And then any? he's like, well, you got to be. No, he said no bugs. He said no, but the, 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 the toys. Well, I left when he said I'm opening drawers. Did you? Did you pay him in, in dildos? No, I paid him like 50 bucks. I got, it was fine. But that was a weird way that my day started. That and it seems, it seems sort of out of character for me because I'm not a hypochondriac. Mm-hmm. I've never doing it. And I like to think things. You do overthink. No, things. but I'm not about like things that I'm. A, I worry about things that most people don't worry about. That's like true. I don't worry about the normal things. So most that's, people don't worry that's about how bed my bugs. day started, which was a good time. And uh, yeah, but I'm good. No bed bugs. Good. And I'd also so I hugged you, so I'm glad you have no bed bugs. I know, but isn't that why that'd be terrible? Yeah, you brought me food too. I know. Thank that was you very a whole much other for thing. that. You're welcome. But I'm glad there's no bed bugs involved. I just discovered um, this California Chicken Cafe, which yeah. I'm always starving. I have a hard time. People are like, oh, "Do you eat?" Yes, I eat. I love food. I'm, I'm working on getting the food into the mouth. I'm trying working on finding places to have food. Come to find out, 
two and a half years I've lived in my place a block away. The California. I knew it. Chicken I thought kitchen? it was just chicken. Ch- California kitchen. California chicken cafe. No, it's fresh. It's delicious. No, here's the deal. I was doing an after disaster at uh, one of my <laughs> other shows, right? I was doing a, a podcast over at the uh, the uh, world famous improv, Hollywood improv, where you did your 10 year anniversary yes. show, right? Uh, about an hour ago, I was doing it with my, my co-host, Mike Carano, <laughs> and as well as Tyler White in there. And uh, you were sending me texts, and it was interrupting the show, right? Then I'm, so I'm like, sorry, guys, hold on. I got to check that in. I'm like, Emily's texting me. And, and then Carano goes, and I said, she's getting me some kind of chicken salad. And then Car- Mike Carano, my co-host, he goes, is, is it California ki- uh, chicken cafe? And I'm like, yeah, how do you know? He's like, that place is the best. And, he's, he's, and then the show became about <laughs> this goddamn place for about five minutes before I finally got him off I of just it. just discovered it. He's like, you got to get the coleslaw. It's the best. It's the Chinese coleslaw. Why I'm you like, didn't tell me to get Okay. Because it was interrupting the show. Well, here's the point. Is that, now no, it's continuing to interrupt this show. Okay, but here's the point: is that I was so mad at myself because, and now happy that that this all comes down to me. My mom always says to me, "Open your eyes, pay attention." That this has been right there. It has all the food I like, mm. and it's been there for two years. So now I'm very excited about it, and yes. I'm happy to share it with you. I love that. I Done. love when you find out about something new and convenient right That's, around the corner. I can spit there love from it. my house. Love, don't do that. Okay, so enough about my day. Your bed bugs. I'm changing a lot, though. I'm getting food mm-hmm. in the stomach. Taking care of my health. You weren't doing that for a while? You know what? Meth heads don't put food in their stomach either. No, no, no. It's that I don't. It's last minute, but now I'm realizing. The point of my chicken cafe story was that my mother has always said to me, open your eyes. You don't pay attention because I am very focused on I told this story. It's been a while, but I told this story. I went to visit you at your old. (laughs) She has a very concerned look on her face right now. Okay. Don't be so concerned. It's a good story. It's actually not a great story, but you had a beautiful little office uh, on on Hollywood Boulevard. Yeah. Right? Almost like right on Hollywood and Island, which is one of the most famous intersections in the world. It was a cool location. I went to visit you My there. My office you're, is still there, but not you're as You're way nice up high. I went up and I said hello to the girls. I was saying hi to you. And, uh, you know, there are dildos everywhere and vibrating <laughs> toys. And it was, a, it was a fun time. People were walking by, kind of like looking. And it was a scene. And I look at your window and you had this beautiful view of like a uh, the the back of a hotel and, and the pool. And you could see people like, like tourists lounging by the pool, like, you know, living their dreams out. And I'm like, oh, my God, that's so cool. You can look at that right there. And you're like, what? What pool? What are you talking about? I'm like, the giant thing right outside your window. You're like, I've never seen that before. I've never looked out the window. I've never looked out this window before. No, but not only- And it was a giant window. I know. It was like the only- The whole thing was the window. That was the big thing was the view. And not only that, a friend had been there when I first moved in and said, did you see that you can see the Hollywood sign? And the Hollywood sign. Right. Right there. There's a whole scene right at your window. I'm sure that's it's like the view. 50% of what you were paying was for that window. Never looked. And you never Still even looked. Look. Because so, there was a computer in front of you instead. So what I'm saying is I'm opening my eyes You're now to more things. My, my whole life, I was like, open your eyes, open your eyes. Now California, it kind of pissed me off, but now I wanted to share it with you tonight. I can't wait to have it. So I'm tra- my eyes are more open. I'm going to be polite though and wait till the show's over to eat it. Yeah, me too, but I'm starving. Um, Okay, that is funny. I forgot you pointed out the pool. I got <laughs> to open my eyes. I got to pay attention. So, which... I'm doing, but let's talk about. You got any sex in the news? I, oh yeah! Thanks for asking. That's that's, that's really good, Anderson. <laughs> Did you know that one in four people admit to having sex at the gym? Wait, at the gym? At the gym? Wait, which they is, admit to having sex while they're at the gym? Get, yeah, like of course you hear about people having it in the sauna, like in the gay in the men's bathroom yeah. and women. But this is the thing: that apparently, that 2,000 adults surveyed, 25 percent have been successful on their mission of having sex in the gym. carry condoms with sex specifically in mind. And of those victorious in their efforts, 47% were women. And also, near the cross trainers, 45% of women said this was the best machine for putting the moves on men due to how it makes their butts look. What? Wait, what? Guys preferred the lat pull down. Like women, women are showing their lats. Dudes don't like lats. 
They do. I get compliments on my lats all the time, but maybe because they don't know what else to compliment. <laughs> when is the last time someone came up to you and said, hey, nice no, lats? No, they usually say like nice, um, they say nice triceps. Those are but, very different from but lats. But my back, lats are here, I get it. But people are like, you have a nice back. I have muscles. I got to do push-ups and stuff. Is this while they're... No one says lats specifically, but they mean that area. Okay. So what I don't understand is where they're having sex. So over 80% of people who have had gym sex use an app to do so. So maybe they were like, I'm at the gym, you're at the gym, like on Tinder. Wait, there's an app? Well, there must be a gym app, but who knows? 49% of them were straight, 31% gay, the rest bisexual. But like, I don't know where they're... I mean, it says the sauna, not necessarily in the sauna or the steam room, but where are they having sex? In the yeah, garage? I don't get it. Because I go to the gym all the time. I've been going to the I've gym since I was I've never seen... Now, granted, I don't notice things, but... I've been like, to like 12 different gyms in my life. At least. You know, I've been members at 12 different gyms. I've been a member to gyms. And I can't imagine any of them where I... Like squash ball court? No, but there's giant glass. I mean, I don't know. Where do you do well, it? Well, the gym people working there aren't always the sharpest people. Like, they probably wouldn't really care if you like went into like the empty like exercise room to have sex. Empty but, exercise room? Um, you know what? There but is I want to know where they're having sex the because this class. makes me want to never go to the gym again because it's already has so many germs. Yeah. And now there's good... I have to worry about like semen on my um, Stairmaster. Slippery too. On the uh, cross trainer. Yeah. Stairmasters. So What's the cross trainer? Is that like the Nordic? Oh, it's called the elliptical. Elliptical, the one where it spins around. Yeah. I like that one. But, Easy um, on the joints. Though. I don't know. And I'm always weirded out by people hitting on me at the gym, too, when that used to happen. But I don't belong to a gym hey, now. Hey, baby. But nice here's the lats. thing. If you're a gym person and you see someone, you have the lat comment got me every time. <laughs> um, and also, it did. What if they can't say anything? If you can't say anything nice, just say that I have nice lats. Nice lats. But I, I find that strange, too, because I feel like I've logged my hours at the gym, never seen anyone. But. It's oh, okay. So you're complaining for not getting hit on. I'm curious. No, I get hit on at the gym, but mm-hmm. no one said like, and I've got condoms in my gym bag. And you, oh, no, no one's one ever asked hit, to no bang one, they've you They've hit on me in the gym, but no one's been like, let's no have sex like, Let's gym. go take a spin, if you know what I mean. Yeah, no. Uh, okay. Okay, silly. But here's another one that's more important. Ready? What could be more important than banging at the gym? You know what I mean? This might be inspirational for people. Mm-hmm. This has to do with your health. Couples who use contraception contraception, Robert. are three times more likely to have sex, any kind of contraception. And it's probably because is it John Hopkins did the search research, and they said- He's a smart dude. That He's people, that's smart. Yeah, it's, a really, it's one of the top I'm schools kidding, in the country. Are you kidding. kidding? John Hopkins is he smart. He said it separates sexual pleasure from the responsibilities of pregnancy. So research, researchers conducted the study, analyzed data- filled up by 210,000 active, sexually active women. And they said that women between the ages of 20 and 29, those who are more educated, those who want to have children in the next two years were more likely to have sex in the previous four weeks. So women want to have better, healthier, safer sex by separating sex from pregnancy and childbearing. Contraception has that. Knowing how often women have sex and what role contraception plays can give us a better understanding of how our meeting our family planning goals of improving access. The point is, if no you know that you're having, about. okay, right. If you use contraception, mm-hmm. you're more likely to be more confident that you're not worrying about getting pregnant. Like you're on it. Like you're a person who's like responsible. You're concerned about right. your sexual health. Mm-hmm. And then you're more likely to have sex as well. And there's also this. You're responsible. If you're, if you're using a condom, chances are you don't know the person that well. And new sex is always the best sex, and you have more sex new, when so it's new. So you think these women are a little uh, easy or something? Well, I know, I'm just saying that the chances are the people that are wearing the condoms are having sex with people that don't know that well, who 
or, or new partners and you do have sex with new partners more often than you do with somebody you've been with for a long time. I yeah. think that's a factor. You know what I mean? It says couples, though, who use contraception, which I probably didn't really get to that part because it's just study. Do I just they define couples? You know what I mean? Anyone who bangs might be a couple. And so it says, she explained eyes. that women have many reasons for not using the method above. Women also reported because they were having infrequent... Women reported not using contra- contraception because they were having infrequent sex. I don't know. The point is... I don't fucking know. The point is, take this is an annoying article, and I wish that condoms. I wrote condoms. Well, well, the annoying thing is that it le- led with couples. The best part is that it is true that if you're responsible, it's like people who use sunscreen are less likely to probably have sun get skin no, it's cancer. Like this. It's like people who wear sunscreen are more apt to be at the beach. They go to the beach but more often. But they also you know probably I mean? just healthier, responsible people. Right, right, right. I mean, I just think people don't care. Like this woman. Okay, so you see that on. bucket next to you? No, the condoms. Yeah, that's been there forever. They're probably expired. No, no. Do you see? Like, it was full. It's a big, it's probably, oh. it probably holds about a gallon, maybe two gallons of condoms. And it was full to the brim when it got set down there about six months ago. Oh. And you can see it's about one eighth of the way. I love that. Full. Now. I'm glad that people are taking people, condoms. There should be more who condoms. Who are they, though? This is our studio. Oh, let's you know do I mean? a poll. Let's figure it out. And no one in this room who works in here is taking those condoms. No, I'm not taking them. Somebody's, some little sex fiend is coming in here when we're, when Loveline or you and I aren't in here and they're taking condoms. you think we should start an experiment or something? I kind of want to put like, like a trip play, like, camera up. Let's do it. A little camera. That, like, you trips. would do that. Yeah. Set a camera up. I love it. Um, okay. I'm going to uh, tell you this about condoms. I love skin condoms. As you know, they're my favorite. S-K-Y-N. <laughs> Do I always say that? Well, you got to. Well, because it's hard to understand. You might not know how to spell it. Why no. did you throw skin at me? Oh, because I was looking at those condoms. Going, oh, I see. I get you. Like, okay, okay. I love that people are taking condoms, but no, I'm just saying to you, they're like the orange ones, and like they're probably expired. Like no, I just, not. I worry about people taking rando condoms. <laughs> rando condoms. And I'd rather have people just like come to my <laughs> office and take condoms because I just don't. I don't know. There's some condoms that aren't great, and that's why condoms get a really bad rap because they people do? have bad experience. Yeah, people have bad experiences with condoms, and they or in their mind they think it. You know, they can't get hard. They can't stay hard. Mm-hmm. Sex isn't as good. They themselves out. But I agree that there are condoms that don't fit you. And there are, they don't work for you. Mm-hmm. And you don't like, but there are condoms that will. So keep searching. It shouldn't be a reason not to use. Right. Things. What are you doing? You're eating. I mean. What are we doing? We're not eating on the program. <laughs> but what is that you're eating? It's orange. <laughs> it's like orange squash puree. This is chicken cafe. Okay, so here's the other story. Is chicken cafe My like mom a chain? always says, she's always trying to guess. She's always trying to get me to like, just pick up a rotisserie chicken. Get some squash. You could steam squash. You know how easy it is? You put it in the microwave. It's really good for you, which I've never done. Mm-hmm. They have squash and chicken rotisserie, which is the stuff I like, mm-hmm. and fresh salad. And it's, it's I'm everything just, you like. like and it was and right there. I was hungry eating it. Yeah. I like your mom. I love my mom too. And I'm just like, mom, guess what? There's squash. Next door. I can't imagine this ever, uh, me ever having an opportunity <laughs> to bring this up on any of your other shows. Have you, Adam Sandler, I grew up, I love an Adam Sandler on, on Saturday Night Live, and I loved, uh, I mean, Billy Madison, which has become a cult uh, favorite of a lot of people. You know, I'm a movie guy. And he used to come out with these comedy albums, like every year, where he had like sketches on them and whatnot, and he did voices, and he had songs. That's where the Hanukkah song came from. I love the Hanukkah song. And, um... The Lunch Lady song, I don't know if you remember that one, but one of his sketches, and I think it might have been recurring, it might have, he might have done it on a few different albums, and I'm sure a lot of your listeners have probably heard it, but okay. he did this like old Jewish grandmother who was very sexual, <laughs> and she would be like, 
She'd be like talking to her kids, like, "Hey, Johnny, uh, why don't you have your girlfriend come over and put, take out your cocking balls and play with them?" Oh, mom, come on, that's gross. Stop it. And it it would go on Does like that. Sound like, like my three, mother. And it sounds like I could see, yeah, like like that's some so of, funny. Someone Can we in play the Emily it? Emily. Uh, that's my mom. Family tree. Yeah. She's like, Maybe you can't I'll- have an orgasm? Did you ever try smoking pot or anything? Maybe she get a little stoned. That was her only sex advice. She's not even a stoner. She was like, you just She would just so tell ex- you to smoke drugs. One time, she was like, in college, when I had not had an orgasm yet, I was a late bloomer, like many of you. But, how many she, of your but, listeners but, do you think have actually gone to their mom and say, hey, mom, I can't do it? Well, my mom, we hadn't even talked. I just knew that I could talk to her about it. This is why I worry about so many people with sex education, because my mom always said, talk to me if you have questions. But I was never like, hey, mom, I didn't know what the questions were that I had. And it didn't occur to me ever to touch my vagina and masturbate. And so when I started having intercourse, once I was in college and my friends were all talking about these crazy orgasms, I'm like, the orga what? And they're like, you even had one? You didn't masturbate? I'm like, damn. And then my mom was like, really? You're so stressed out, Emily. Just maybe you should like smoke a joint and chill out have one but she doesn't even that was her random advice sorry i was looking for cock my mom said can't you make some squash (laughs) okay do you have any emails i do but first but first cock and balls hold on (laughs) did you find it you can eat a little food and then maybe (laughs) play with your cock and balls for a while i'm just gonna eat mom all right and then maybe a little later you play with your cock and balls for mama i don't <laughs> I can see something like that somewhere in the Emily family How'd tree. How'd you find it? That's brilliant. This is thing called Google. It's an app. Check Dude, it I out. love Google. Okay, but before I get into the amazing killer emails from my <laughs> listeners, can we have? I want the Hanukkah song is my favorite, but it's We're like not, gonna, not Hanukkah it's, anymore. We're gonna take a quick break and give a shout out to our amazing sponsors. Uh, we love them. Thank you for supporting them, and we'll be right back. The other day, my friends at Adam and Eve called to ask me if I wanted to give away free vibrators to my audience. I said no. I'm kidding. Of course I said yes, but only for a very limited time when you use code EMILY at adamandeve.com. They're going to send you a free pocket rocket with your order. Pocket rockets are great little vibrators. They're perfect for clitoral stimulation alone or with a partner. They're super easy to use and compact enough to stash anywhere. Oh, on top of the free pocket rocket, Adam and Eve will also chop 50% off the price of almost any single item and ship the whole order for free. To get in on this deal, just go to adamandeve.com and enter code EMILY at checkout. I suggest you do it before they realize just how many of you are out there. I went over to my best girlfriend's house to cheer her up after a recent breakup. Of course, I bought her a care package that I thought would do the trick. And not to brag, but I nailed it. I hadn't seen her that excited since prom. See, I'm pretty gifted at gifting pleasure, but the combination of the magic wand rechargeable and a pint of ice cream had her this close to forgetting about her heartache. She had no idea that the magic wand was now unleashed from its cord. She couldn't believe it had four intensity levels, four new vibration patterns, the same mind-blowing power as the original, and can easily be used in any room of the house. And hey, she can even throw it in her bag on her next date, when she's ready, of course. And get this, I haven't heard from her since. So I think the two of them will be very happy together. But let's be honest, who wouldn't? The Magic Wand Rechargeable is the sure thing. To get yours, just go to magicwandemily.com or click the banner on my website today. Now I've got emails. Okay, everyone, thank you for emailing me. Feedback at sexwithemily.com. And you know I love hearing from you. And I love getting your emails. And I love that you're supporters. Also, great to include your name, how old you are, where you live. Your sex. And your sex. 
You're male or female. Because it's, it's tough to tell sometimes. Every yeah, week I it's say like that. Sam. Yeah. Hi, Emily. I've been listening to your podcast for over a year now via iTunes, and it's helped me immensely. I'm 24, and my boyfriend is 42, and he has self-diagnosed himself with retroactive jealousy. What? He's jealous because, though I am much younger, I've had many more lovers than he has, and as a result, he's constantly comparing himself to my past experience. That's classic Raj. Classic. Classic Raj. R-A-G. R-A-J. Retroactive jealousy? Yeah. He constantly bombards you with questions, has me recall stuff I would rather not think about. How could I help assure him that I love him and I don't compare him to my past? Thanks, Janice. Okay, it sounds like your boyfriend is super... First of all, let's get this, Anderson. The age difference, she's 24, he's 42. Yikes. Boyfriend sounds really insecure. And he's actually kind of being a masochist here, I'd say. He's torturing himself with your past experiences as a way to keep his self-worth lower and to keep you feeling guilty. The term retroactive jealousy, which he like pulled out of his ass, he's actually referring to retrospective jealousy. Oh, look at that. He doesn't even know shit. Or retrograde jealousy. I mean, he's not that off. I'm kidding. you. I'm not slamming your guy here. We're trying to help. I actually am not usually that negative. So as we talked about a few weeks ago that I'm You're very nice. positive. You see the positive um, in everything. Yes, but he... You're referring to his constant, often obsessive, painful thoughts and the curiosity regarding a partner's past relationships and or sexual history is this retro, uh, retrospective jealousy. Mm-hmm. That makes much sense. And they're sense. notorious for asking their partners too many questions and then they replay it in their head. The same jealous thoughts. It's like a mental movie in their mind right. over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. Overthinking the condition rather than taking necessary steps. What are the necessary They cannot steps? put the jealousy behind him. So this isn't looking good for me. It's not looking good for me because he's probably had these issues for a while. This is how he does relationships. So no amount of reassurance of how loyal you are and how great you are is going to put this to rest for him. I just have a feeling he's not sitting and talking to me face to face that this has been going on. He needs some intensive therapy. <laughs> And even then, his issues might not be solved right away. Because I'm sure that this is... Think about it. Like, tell me again. Tell me again. Oh, and then the, I can't making her feel bad. Right. It's like a bad tooth that he keeps good messing right. with. Can I, I tell like you... cuckolding, too, in a way, when men want... There's something to it. And, and I, I have a lot of experience with this. I hate to admit it. You used it, to do got, this. Yeah. It, it, and it's... it's From my own personal experience, I'm like, you, I can say... Did you have jealousy in retrograde? It's not the guy. It's the relationship. For the most part, because I've had this with some girls, absolutely, and other girls, not at all. And it depends on the relationship. And now that I'm older and I can look back on those relationships where it did rear its ugly head, because it is awful. I mean, I would obsess. And a lot of the time it had to do with drugs. I was on stimulants and whatnot, which made it much worse. Meth? Meth and cocaine made it much, much worse. I would like really, really focus in on things. Like you'd hear one thing? Like, like let's say I was Give me jealous an example. of, okay, like uh, a girl slept with a guy named Mark. And I was obsessing about Mark, and I hated the idea. I would imagine him like getting to touch her and seeing her in a certain way. And it was always like she was the victim. And like it would get to the point where like I would see, and you don't realize it, but Mark is everywhere. Like Mark Four, Mark. Yeah, and I would see the name, and I would, and then it would just propel me onto that thought where I couldn't get out of that thought, and I would be thinking about it. And I would, I would beg for details. I would need to know more. Torture myself. Torture this poor girl. And it was really looking back on it. All those relationships that happened in probably about three or four, I hate to admit it, but okay. three or four relationships, I got that bad with these girls. I was also like rescuing them from something because they were victims and I was almost like 
the dad or the big brother and and they were my girlfriend as well which wasn't a good match but were you resenting them then because you were rescuing them i was i got so bad at some point sam that i was actually jealous of myself i would go back like this one girl i was with her for two years and i maybe longer and i remember going back thinking that when she first met me like she slept with me too soon and what was she doing why would she do that she's better than that and i was like jealous of myself it was insanity but then i was you couldn't win you i was so in healthy relationships too and and other good relationships where like they did have i don't want to you know say that they had a dad but they came from they, daddy they had, or they had daddy therapy issues. or they're you know they were more secure with themselves they didn't victimize themselves or put themselves out there to be victimized i didn't feel like i had to protect them and i was uh, healthy healthy in those relationships so okay let me understand this so it was like the wounded bird thing yeah and then you felt it was more of a protective thing than yeah a like jealous i wanted thing? to keep the- or were they kind of the kind of women who wanted you to be jealous they're like oh this one no, time Mark. That, i was in a couple of those but those were the worst okay so really this was about you think it was all me it was all me it wasn't like they're in high school i was with the girls that wanted me to be jealous and they'd like like to see me right. get in fights for their honor you know it made them feel special no i'm not talking about that i'm talking about like i i was trying looking back it's quite clear that i was trying to protect these girls and they had a lot of them were like um they had been sexually victimized before I came to the rescue. And I was but now, like, be... your wife can just be like, hey, Mark, or, you know, this guy keeps yeah, my calling wife me. can't make me jealous you didn't at care. all. I'm so See, secure with her. But I also think it's maturity. Eh. And picking the right people. You're right. Certain people do trigger jealousy. But this you. guy's my age. Yeah. So he needs, don't you and think? And he's with a really young girl. And I'm wondering if maybe. Is there write me some parallels here? I think there's also, when I was doing it, looking back on it, it's clear as day now that the relationship wasn't right. And I was trying to sabotage it from within as well. So perhaps he realizes that he's got some kind of guilt because the age difference, he knows that it's not going to last long term and he's trying to implode it. Yeah, might be. And he just has some kind of condition where he just can't wants to torture himself in some way. But yeah, there's a lot of reasons why we we choose our thoughts. Yeah, we choose our lives because our thoughts become a reality. They can't. Impulsive they could learn to. Yeah. Well, it's it's a lifelong process to learn. So anyway, I don't know. If I got behind like a, a Mark III van in traffic. Um, I couldn't control my thoughts. <laughs> like I would wow. just be thinking about Mark. What if you just saw like Park here? Would you be like that's close? No, to Mark? if it, okay, uh, it, it didn't have to rhyme. Yeah. Um, so anyway, Janelle, I think you're Janelle. I think that you're young, Jen- Janice. You're young. You, you can have a lot of experiences. You don't need this kind of negativity early in your dating life. Okay. How to get a wife to self love, dear Emily, Doctor Emily. Well, thank you very much. I love getting some respect around here. Yeah, whatever. I mean, seriously, he respects me more than like the Terminator who came over. The term now, you're talking about the, the exterminator. He started giving me sex. He started telling me like I should like change my ways. You should say, why don't you yell and say, get out. I'm a sex doctor. Out. Like, I said, I'm like, I'm a doctor. Jeremy, <laughs> uh-huh. how do I approach the subject of self-pleasure, a.k.a. masturbating to my wife? She's never in her life gone solo, to which I, be- I believe her. She's come out of her shy shell being with me and has eased into trying new things in the bedroom, except taking matters into her own hand. LOL. I really believe that it would make our sex life even better with her discovering new heights within her body. Thank you in advance for your advice, Tim. He wants his wife to self-pleasure, as we, a lot of men do. I mean, women, we hear this a lot from men. They're like, I don't understand why my partner doesn't masturbate because we also know that that would give her pleasure and it might help her have more orgasms when she's with him. But there could be a lot of things going on here, Tim, that could be blocking her desire to touch herself. She could have shame associate with masturbation, religious beliefs, like overall disinterest, lack of know-how. And you've mentioned that she's been coming out of her shell, so it could just be a slow process she needs to work up to. But pressuring her, believe me, is not the way that it's going to happen. And I'm curious why you want it so badly. 
Is she not orgasming during sex? Does she not know what she likes? So a great thing if you discuss beforehand, my favorite, mutual masturbation. You show her how you like to touch yourself. She can observe and help her get more familiar. She must know, you know, you could even just play a game like, does this feel good? Does that feel good? Get some lube, get some candles, you know, and help her get into her body. But don't just whip it out and like force the uh, the mutual masturbation. But let her come around her own time, her own time. But no woman wants to be pressured because masturbation is a very, also a very personal thing. So I'm wondering why she tells you she doesn't want to. So who knows? It could be something happened in childhood. Hi, Emily. Another yeah, email. New email. Do you want to talk about masturbation more? Smooth transition. I enjoy talking about your mom and masturbation, but let's move on to the next email. I'm being super linear. I like it. It's not like you. (laughs) Let's do it. Okay. Forward. Um, Hi, Emily. I've been with my current partner for around eight months and have still never orgasmed through intercourse. That's a chick. I've before, yep, only by myself. I've never, ever with other guys either, even being in long-term relationships. I've tried everything, even doing it alone, and it seems that it cannot be done vaginally, even when stimulating on top. Do you think she's tried double penetration? No. She said everything. She's a liar. You don't start with the double. She said she tried everything. I feel like I want to be honest with him, but I feel like it will break him if I tell him I've been faking it. I just don't want to disappoint him, but it's only fair for me and him. How do I approach this easily? I'm nervous. Love your show. Alex in Melbourne, Australia. Down Alex under. Melbourne, Australia, from Melbourne, whatever. It says Alex Melbourne, hyphen Australia, parens Australia, on iTunes. Here's the point, Alex. <laughs> this is sticky. Fake, sticky. fake, fake. No, I always say don't ever fake orgasms right. because you're certainly not, not doing a service, service to yourself or, your, or the partner that you're with. And you want to have a fulfilling, fulfilling sex life and you like this guy, so you want to be honest. However... I don't think that you need to come out right away and say, guess what, honey? Uh-huh. I've been faking it the whole time. What if she just stops faking it? Sometimes little omissions are, you know, okay in a relationship. but And then just never has one again. Yeah, she's just like, I used to, and now I'm not. Let's work on this. Well, what would you, how would you want it to be handled with you? Because I have some ideas here. But what, let's say you've been with a woman for how long have they been together? Eight been months. Eight months. And she was like, ah, ah, Anderson, ah. All and right. then- I'm giving you a point. You're like, right. oh, Ben, uh-huh. it's so good. Oh, yeah. oh my God, my toes. And then like eight months later, she's like, my toes. Guess what? Yeah. I've never, I'd, I actually faked I'd everyone. I'd betrayed and I'd feel like I don't, it's like, I'd, I'd look at her and I'd be like, it's like, I don't even know you, man. Would you break up with her? No. <laughs> if the sex well, it depends was good. on how hot she was, you know. But uh, every guy friggin' it's ends every true. sentence with well, it depends on how hot she was when you're talking about eight a Eight months, that's still, that's still new. That's still strange. Right. Uh, I would watch the Seinfeld episode with him and then be like so what do you think which one the one where elaine admits that uh, every that orgasm she had with jerry was, was fake. fake that's a great one yeah right and be like see i because you bring in some they levity because right because every guy says no every woman's orgasm with me and then i'm like guess what dude that's not true and jerry's like what about the panting and the breathing and the moaning and she's like <laughs> fake 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 <laughs> Yeah, can you find that? Uh, okay. Um, so here's the thing. This is what this is what I recommend to you, Alex. Is that you can tell him, like, first of all, you want to start the conversation in a neutral area. His pride's available. Uh, you know, his pride is involved. Little omissions are fine, but don't have this in the bedroom. You can tell him, "Hey, listen, babe, I want to be honest with you. It's really hard for me to reach orgasm from sex alone, and sometimes I feel like I almost get there, but I can't." quite get over the edge and everything feels amazing you're so great at you know oral kissing you know give him some 
let them know what you really love about them. And it's not that I haven't enjoyed sex with you. I just think we could try something different, you know, that that there's some moves I think that we could try that might really get me there. And so that's where you need to start. And also mutual masturbation again. It's great. You say that you luckily you've had orgasms. And she on knows your own. how to do it to herself, too. Yeah, That's here's the said. thing. So yeah. why not use your fingers? Yeah. Just be like, because maybe I think some women sometimes don't want to rub themselves. And sometimes the penis can be distracting, I bet. Well, here, yeah. The penis is distracting. And most women don't orgasm from intercourse alone. Right. 30% do. So, right. honey, you're fine. It's just a matter of like, you know, just saying, you know what? Sometimes I feel like I almost get there, but this will give me killer orgasm. Let's right. try this. Right. And like, bring in your vibrator, bring in your hands, bring in your lube, whatever it is that gets you there. But a great thing too is mutual masturbation. It's kind of like a sexy show and tell, like mm-hmm. candles, you watch each other. And once he learns and he's watching and he knows how to get you there yourself, he can learn how to please you manually because most women require more clitoral stimulation. Let's just be honest. If he's a good learner, yes. Yeah. I mean, some guys are, some guys the breathing, are. The panting, the moaning, the screaming. Hey, 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 hey. I'm stunned. I'm shocked. That's awesome. Jerry was shocked. Love Jerry. He was stunned. She gave him a second chance. She gave him a second chance. And then it didn't happen, right? He couldn't get it up. I remember that. Seinfeld (laughs) is still, it's still brilliant, correct? Oh, it is. Absolutely. We stood, the wife and I stood in line a couple months ago. Oh my God, you went to that. For five hours to go see the pop-up Jerry's apartment. They rebuild the yeah. house. It was, a, it was a Hulu uh, ad, essentially, on Melrose here in Hollywood. And it was worth the five hours. It started pouring rain. It was right near my house. And we, we stood in there. I was like, who the line. hell are those people in line in the and rain? It was me. Was it amazing? It they was... recreated the same exact house? Yeah, it was, it was the exact apartment. It was like standing in his apartment. We right. literally were standing in his it apartment. It was weird. It was, was like, fantastic. I mean, usually there's like Versace, but it was like. Seinfeld House at Melrose. <laughs> That's cool. Okay, well, thank you, Anderson. What's going on with uh, Cinematics, your new podcast this week? Cinematics this week. Last week, I know we did, because uh, we haven't recorded this week yet. Uh, last week, we did the new Disney movie, The Finest Hours, with Christopher Pine, which actually, you know what? Wasn't that bad, considering this time of year. Based on a true story, it was action-packed, okay. and it was about uh, an oil tanker that gets sliced in half by a big storm. We also covered all of the Oscar shorts, pretty much all of the Oscar shorts, some of which were great. One of the Oscar shorts, Emily, made me cry. One of them made me immediately watch with my wife again the next day. That's animated, and it's available on Netflix, and I'll let you know where you can find that and how you should watch it okay. on Netflix. The Oscar shorts, they don't get much love. but No, they actually, don't, but they're amazing. They're playing at a few theaters around the country right now. I've always so. loved the shorts. It's good Check service it you're doing there. Okay, um, so yeah, well, thank you everyone for listening, and um, keep checking out our podcast. We've got two a week. Subscribe to them, and also, if you like the show and you're like, God, that was really cool. I, I learned something today. Be awesome if you go to iTunes, give us a little five stars or two or one. Well, you know, if it's one, you just probably stop listening. Why torture yourself? But uh, five would be great. And um, thank you, everyone in my app. Thank you, Madison. Thank you, Lori. Thank you, Anderson. And um, thanks so much for listening. Oh, wait, I'm sorry. In an after disaster, I told a story about how I still I, I, I bought a, a hot skateboard off of two uh, uh, heroin heads. Two guys that are trying to buy heroin, After and I bought a podcast. skateboard by mistake oh, from them. It's check a it horrible out. story. Okay, check it out. Check it out his podcast, you guys. I know you love him. Okay, thanks everyone for listening. Was it good for you? Email me, feedback at sexwithemily.com. If you've been listening to my show for a while, there are two things you hear me talk about all the time toys and lube. And you also know I always suggest using them together. But what you may not know is that System Joe now has a lube specifically designed for toy use. 
Joe's H2O jelly clings to the surface of toys longer, so you don't have to worry about reapplying as often. Somehow they've managed to give it that extra staying power without being overly sticky, because who wants that? And since it's water-based, the cleanup is super easy. It's made with toys in mind, but the jellies are also great for couples play. Joe jellies come in three thicknesses, light, original, and maximum, so you can find the one that works the best for you. It's safe to say Joe Jellies are my new go-to lube. Check them out today by clicking on the Joe banner on my site. 